My Love of Life Energy is a podcast created by Anna Scott. Anna knows that every human being sees life uniquely. In this podcast, she will talk to people and learn from them. These conversations are to shine the brilliance of each human being she speaks to. Join her. After each exploration, you will expand on your insights and see truth and beauty. Welcome, welcome to my podcast, My Love of Life Energy. This is Anna Scott. And today, um, wow, I'm even going to get teary about this. <laughs> I have the honor of talking to Mavis Karn. And Mavis and I have never spoken one-on-one before. But Mavis has impacted me so deeply by who she is and what she sees. And I'm just honored beyond belief to have this conversation with you because you have impacted me deeply. So thank you. Oh, my goodness. I had <laughs> no idea. <laughs> yeah, you don't. It, um, I was listening to, you did a, um, a class on listening with a woman out of Ireland. Oh, yeah. And I listened, it was through Michael Neal's program and you were coming on and I listened to your program and I saw how much I always listen through evaluation. Mm, yeah. And I'm still seeing it deeper. Oh, that's great. That's all you have to do. And one of the things you've said, and um, I, I guess I'm curious, where, like, how did you start seeing the power of listening? Because you'll say that everybody just needs a good listening to. <laughs> well, it, it, uh, it, do you know who Sandra Crott is? You've said her name, but I don't know her. Oh, she's wonderful. She's been, uh, she's been teaching what we, what we pass on for longer than I have. She's just, she's wonderful. Um, and one of the things that, one of the workshops I went to years and years and years, probably 30 years ago, um, she did a short little thing on listening. And it was a little bit like what I, what's on the workshop that I did with you, but um, just a little bit. And it was, it just hit me that um, I thought I was a good listener and no, I wasn't. I was just, um, I just spent a lot of time when I was listening to people, listening to my thoughts about them. Mm. But I wasn't listening to them. And I didn't know that. I didn't know, it was very embarrassing. And I just started, I, I started with one thing. I noticed, I noticed that I assumed um, that I knew what people meant when they used certain words or certain phrases or described an experience. I assumed they meant what I would have meant by it. And when I would start feeling myself assuming, I don't know how to explain that, but I could feel I was assuming. And as soon as I felt it, I, I stopped and I, and I would say to the person, could you tell me what you mean by that word? Can I ask you a question? Sure. I've never heard anybody say, I could feel myself assuming. What is that like? 
How do you know that? Well, I I didn't know it before I listened to Sandra. I could feel myself. I don't know how to say it. I just, I can almost hear myself. I assume I know what they mean by that. Oh, wow. But, but I heard it differently this time. It's like, wait a minute. I don't know if they mean it that way. That way I, I would mean it. So I started stopping and asking, could you tell me what you mean by that word or what you mean by that phrase? Or when, when you say, um, I was just being myself, for instance, what do you mean by that? <laughs> I didn't assume, I, could, I just quit assuming that I understood that. So it, and when I would ask those questions, I couldn't believe how many times my assumptions were mistaken. They meant something completely different by the by the word they used or the phrase they used or what it meant to be yourself or whatever it was I asked them about. And I've been at it ever since, kind of catching myself, not only just assuming, but well, this is probably part of assuming that they wanted me to help them with an answer or fix them or um, hmm. that may not be why they were talking to me. It, I just assumed it. So I would start giving them advice that they didn't ask for. And I would start giving them suggestions they didn't ask for. I would start explaining things when they hadn't asked for an explanation because I assumed that's what they were after. Nope. Nope. Wow. So um, it was clumsy at first because it was, as I said, embarrassing to find out I wasn't actually listening to anybody. But um, I'm telling you, once I got the hang of just listening and not judging or evaluating or diagnosing or, or oh yeah I know what you mean and telling my own story about something I, I would just hear that stuff and just let it go just let it go let it go I just because I I had a new goal and the new goal was not to help somebody or figure them out or give them advice or solve their problems. That was just out the window, that was gone. My new goal was to listen until I could hear what was in their heart. Oh my God, Mavis, holy, excuse me. Oh God, that just, that I feel like a, an arrow just, I, how did you come up with that? Like, what made you go, oh, I'm going to listen until I can hear what's in their heart. And then what's happened because of it? I hear what's in their heart. <laughs> what's that like? It's like, uh, it's like, oh, I know you. Or it's like, oh, that's what they're about. Oh. And, and so much of the time, on a, it doesn't have anything to do with what they're saying. It's just, you can hear who they are and you can hear 
this isn't complicated. It's, it's complicated to explain it. I, I understand. I, I know that. I, I get that. But I there's. Um, I, I'm so interested in this because, like, I think about people at work and issues at work, or just even life. We're not we're not listening to each other. We're like people don't see people. Yeah, but they, they don't see that. Yeah. They don't know that they're missing something. They, I didn't. I didn't know I wasn't listening. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't either. Know, I didn't really see who people were. I didn't know that. It mm. wasn't that I was miserable. It wasn't. I wasn't miserable. Um, but I had no idea what was possible once you just quit being so interested in what you're you're thinking about someone and just let all that go and see what comes to you about what they're trying to get across to you. You make room for them. You get you get out of the way and you make room for them. And I do uh, it's not just about my work. I was talking to Mike Michael Neil one day and I and I said, you know, it's fun to kind of practice gorilla listening, not the animal, but, you know, the secret kind of, just go around listening to people and you don't even let them know that's what you're doing. You're just, you're just listening to them because you want to, you want to know who they are. You want to know them. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to ask them a bunch of questions to find that out. You just listen. It's a, you know, I don't do that to be uh, a noble person. I do that because it's just, it's like nourishing. Yeah, yeah, that's the feeling I'm getting from it. Um, It's almost like you're listening for the love in every human being. Well, that's what you hear. It isn't what you're listening for, but that's what you end up hearing. What do you mean? Well, I don't start out thinking I'm going to listen for the love of every human being. I don't do that. I don't have an agenda other than I really want to hear what this person is trying to get across to me. And in the meantime, you fall in love with them, but it's not a, I mean, that just sounds too flowery. It's just, yeah. It's just, uh, it's really, it would be really difficult to avoid feeling so loving about them when you're listening deeply. It's It's a side effect of listening to another human being that you meet them at the heart. I, I love what you just said about I want to hear what they're trying to get across. Yeah. I, I don't know why that it seems I have to I have to go slow here. It's like the words they're saying, but there's another something they really want to express. 
and you're listening for what wants to really be expressed. Is that? That's right. And you can't do that if you're just listening to all your thoughts about them. You can't. You miss it. I could I, <laughs> just like I'm so touched because it seems like when you're listening that way, you're giving people a lot of space. Like it's a much more spacious feeling, like in time wise, too. Mm -hmm. I suppose that's true. Um, part of that being that when you're not up in your head, diagnosing and analyzing and all of that, you're just you're just being in the now, and there is only now. That's it. It's not like there's another time. The past is just stored thought. Oh, wow. Future's never shown up in the history of anything. So you're just being present. You know, maybe so I just felt for the first time is when you're listening and present that way, you like the now, how spacious the now is. Mm -hmm. There's all you really need. What do you mean? Say more. Well, now is all you need. <laughs> okay, so so this is a podcast, and I'm sure the people who will see this will all know who you are, but there might be not somebody, but you and I are both gray hair. We both have gray hair. And we're on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and for you to say that it could be a cliche, but what do you mean by that? Because you see something like you really see that the truth of it. It's you're not saying it from a cliche point of view. You're saying the truth. Yeah. It's always now. There's never going to be a time in our life when it isn't now. <laughs> Doesn't somebody have a watch that just says now? <laughs> Well, we had to find out some way to, you know, measure things, I guess. So we made up stuff about it. But like, for instance, when I was a kid um, and somebody, I don't know who it was, was trying to explain to me that it was morning somewhere where, when it was night where we are, it was actually morning and that it was Tuesday there and we were still in Monday. And I thought it would be a really good idea if we would call them up and find out what was going to happen. Right? Seemed logical to me. If they've already been to Tuesday, they could tell us what goes on. So we wouldn't have to worry about anything. It's logical, right? Yeah. It's just that it's now there. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I, I have the biggest smile. 
because I can feel that you know this so deeply and there's nothing wrong in the now. It's, like it's like, also perfect. It's like where everything is. And it also is it's so helpful about knowing that because that's not too big a bite to take. <laughs> Say more about that. That's so interesting. I mean, it's, it's I can like, feel it. How do I want to feel right now? That's it. I don't have to concern myself with half an hour from now or tomorrow or time that doesn't exist. The only thing I can manage is no. That's a relief to me. Because I used to spend a lot of time trying to manage the future and try to rearrange the past. Talk about a total waste of time. So how do you, I'm really curious how, um, you know, sometimes we, you're, you're you, we've been, uh, I'm tripping over my words now, you know, we both are uh, sharing the three principles and you've been studying it, you know, for God, how many years now? Studying is probably not the word. The right word. You, I don't know what, exploring it, what's the right word? I like the... Well, I should first say that um, I don't, I don't call it anything, yeah. uh, partly because I've been around for a long time and it's had several different names. And so in my, in my world, it's just an explanation of how we're made. Yeah. It's sometimes I'll call it divine engineering. Like this is how we, this is how we are made folks. We're made so that we can create our own experience of life from the inside out. And that is a big deal. That is really something. And not only can we create it from the inside out, we can know immediately in the now the quality of what we're creating. And, and that's right there. That's where I was, that moment is, right that is what I wanted to talk to you about because I think sometimes what I'm creating, I can feel it. And then I have thinking about my, what I've created and a judgment on it. Mm-hmm. What do you make of that? A lot of wasted energy. I mean, it just seems like um, like I have a whipped cream cake, and I'm just putting more more whipped cream, and it's all falling off. Like it just doesn't make sense anymore. Well, that's good. But it it seems to me that it's such a common. But I think that that's it. You just said it. It's just telling us what we're creating. That's it. It's it's telling. It's telling us the quality of what we're creating. It's letting us know the quality of the experience we're creating right now. God. And see, the, the thing about that 
it is that it's exquisitely simple. You don't, you don't try to change your thinking or try to think positive or quit thinking negative or all that. It's just notice your feeling and your feelings, your emotions are physical sensations, the track left by thought. So all you need to do is notice your feeling. You don't have to analyze it. You don't have to try to produce it or quit producing it. You just notice it. it tells you everything about where you're at right now. Now, that is the handiest thing I ever learned in my life. It's I, so cool. Go ahead. Keep going. I'm sorry. I forget it. But not for long. And it doesn't matter that I forget it. Because I didn't remember it again. When you say quality, this is now my, I think I know what it means, but what does it mean to you, the quality of your experience? Feels. Does it feel true? Does it feel like it? Does it feel present? Does it feel, it's not that it always feels fluffy and there's butterflies and you know, whatever. It's it. It's just the truth. <laughs> and I forget it. And then I remember it. I'm going to ask you one other question because now I'm curious about when you say truth, what does that, what do you mean by that? It's the way it is. It's like truth doesn't hurt. Contrary to public or private, a lot of opinion, it doesn't hurt. It just is. Oh, wow. It's like, uh, like we are, we are exactly who we're supposed to be. There's nothing wrong with us. We're, we weren't, we're not expected to live our lives by, by trying to make ourselves into our idea of a really good person. What a, babies don't think that. <laughs> it's like, it's like, we're complete. We're whole. We have everything we need. We are made of the same intelligent energy that all life is made of. We're not a mistake. And we learn to use our thinking to make us feel less than what we are. We, we learn to think we should be this way, we should be that way. We're not rich enough, we're not tall enough, we're not sure enough, we're not this, we're not that. And we have to work really hard to be um, better than 
whatever. That's not true. It's not true. We're exactly who we're supposed to be. We have everything we need. And what we're looking for is inside us. It's what we're looking for is us. <laughs> and people have said that before. People have said everything I say before. I didn't invent this. Sid Banks didn't invent this. It came to him like that. And we are all capable of having the truth occur to us like that. We just need to know we're made that way. There's nothing to figure out. We have all these little contracts with ourselves that we didn't even know we signed. Like, I can't be happy until, fill in the blanks. I have enough money. I weigh the right amount. Somebody loves me the way I want to be loved. I become this. I become that. We made all that up. We delayed knowing who we are until that contract got fulfilled. And I can't love that person and they quit till they quit doing this or whatever that is. I don't think I've ever heard the truth spoken in that way or let's let me rephrase it i'm sure i have but i could hear it and the truth is is a beautiful feeling it is sometimes it's just a solid yes that's the way it is and that anything other than that is us making meaning about it it's like yeah. um the truth is, everything is taken care of. You're the way that you're supposed to be. You know, the interesting, I was just talking about this the other day, the interesting thing that I, it took me a while to notice this, that I used to, you know, before I understood how we're made, I used to believe all my thoughts about who I was and other people's thoughts about it some positive, some negative, whatever, just opinions and descriptions about who I am. I can't remember the last time I ever had a thought about who I am. It's such, it's such freedom. It's just, I think, therefore I am. Wow. It, t it gives you a lot of room to do other things than think about who you are. Oh, God, all the energy of putting yeah. in trying to, I mean, just, like, how just, exhausting. Just imagine how much you can do with that time that you don't have to do that anymore. Wow. Talk about being productive. Or <laughs> fun. <laughs> like a little kid. A little kid doesn't, you know, little babies and toddlers, um, they don't yet have all these thoughts that other people have about them that they have to either live up or down to. Mm -hmm. So they're just running around being themselves and they learn a mile a minute. God, boy, talk about an example of how well, how efficient the system works right there. Mm -hmm. And I just, what I just saw 
was that our thinking slows down the efficiency of the system. Like it's just so natural to learn and grow and expand. If we misuse it that way, it can. But yeah. on the other hand, we can we can think less and see more. Yeah. I like that. I like that a whole lot. It's just the truth. Truth does set you free. You know, it's so funny. I have no questions because, like, there's not a lot to ask from this place. There's just. No, but it's fun. You know, it's, it's um, I'm still working at this ripe old age because I don't think I've ever had a client that I didn't learn something from. Oh my just gosh. The questions they ask. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, uh, um, I, I don't, I don't come into my work thinking that I've got enough in my personal intelligence to help anybody. Hmm. But I do just like everybody else does. I have an intelligence that has nothing to do with me personally. And yeah. that gives me everything I need. So yeah. it, it results then in kind of an odd thing. It's like a lot of times I can't wait to hear what I have to say. Because <laughs> it has nothing to do with me personally. It's yeah. just things occur to me just like they do everybody else. Yeah. You have a a thought or an insight you'd never had before. Where did that come from? If you'd never had it before, it wasn't in your memory. So it comes from that universal intelligence that comes to you, not from you. And any, like my favorite quote from Bob Dylan was, somebody asked him once how he went about composing music. He said, I don't compose music. I just pick it out of the air. Yeah. That's it. It's simple, but it's deep, and it's powerful, and it's profound, and it's true. Yeah. And we all have that. I'm not a well, magical, special person. Oh. Well, in my book, you are, and you're ordinary. <laughs> I am. Oh. Uh, we are coming to our time, and I, whoever gets to work with you is blessed. And um, this is all going to be up on my website, but if you want, if you want a good listen to, if you want somebody who is going to become present with you and help you access your own magic, then connect with Mavis. You can connect with her at connectwithmaviscarn at gmail.com and it'll be up on the website she is a gift to be with just a true gift thank you thank you very lovely to meet you yeah you too i really love this me too
way too much fun. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mavis. <laughs>